What up, Snapback fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, we had Hunter Henry of the LA Chargers on the podcast. Go to the Snapback Pod on Instagram. We are giving away a signed picture from Hunter Henry. All you got to do is follow Hunter and his boy Mark, who set up the beautiful interview that we had on this app, though. Before we get to Hunter, we talk week 13 in the NFL. Most importantly, we recap Raven Steelers. And the man, the myth, the legend, Trace McSorley. We also talk about the John Wall and Russell Westbrook trade. But more importantly, Trace McSorley. Now play the damn hits. Despite the fact that he led his high school to four straight state championship game appearances, very few high major recruiters looked at the six foot tall, 180 pounder and said, quarterback. Throw it on a dime, like I ain't even trying. Just a kid from Briarwoods, I'm wearing number nine. Met Coach Franklin down at Vandy, flipped to Happy Valley. Now I'm coming back and got the natty on my mind. They can't touch my deep ball, every game I'm scoring. I'm your favorite quarterback, they call me Trace McSorley. Rep that blue and white, you know I do it for the glory. Bigger one to Heisman, next up Trace McSorley. I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Before I ask him what's on his mind, stay tuned. We have a Hunter Henry giveaway on the Snapback Podcast on Instagram. And we have a Hunter Henry interview at the second half of the pod. So, Abe, let me ask you, what is on your mind today? I was going to text you about this earlier, but I figured I'd save it for what's on my mind. Do I have a story from today? Straight wow. out of like some impractical joker stuff. Um, I went to go get my hair cut today. Looks good. Thank you. Waiting for that. Um, and I sit there with my mask on, obviously, while he's cutting my hair. And it goes around my ears. But when he's doing the sides, I mm-hmm. have to take off the ear and just hold it over my... And as you know, you have like the little thing, like the... What should we call it? Smock. Smock. From art class. Yeah, um, yeah. Smock, smock, smock. Um, so he's like, you mind pulling your mask down? And keep in mind, this guy's been cutting my hair for, I don't know, two years now. Great guy. And I take my smock off. And he's on my left side. And I go to pull my mask off. Jack, I hit him right in the nuts. <laughs> oh, no. <way. laughs> I, I hit him right in the nuts. And... But was it fast enough to where it wasn't awkward? It was so awkward. It was oh. so awkward. I kind of, I did it because I brought my yeah, hand up. Hand got I just like there. did that nervous laugh, like <laughs> my bad. And he was just like, he kind of <laughs> like giggled under his breath too. It was like, nah, it's all good, man. And it was probably he went to go. So that's the end of that, right? You see this cut? I can't leave that guy. Um, but he was like. Then he was doing my hair, and I didn't say anything for, like, 25 seconds. And I don't know how much, like, you make conversation with who's ever cutting your hair. But for me, it's like a, every two minutes I'll chime in with something maybe. So, like, I was thinking for, like, a minute and a half, like, I got to say something. I got to say something. I got to say something. And then I was just like, so is this it for the day for you or you got more people coming in after me? And then he just, like, answered the question. We moved on. But I totally hit my barber in the nuts today. That's tough. As long as you didn't, like, it wasn't an upswing and then your hand got caught there. Like, it sounds like it was a graze. More than, like, the most awkward is if you were swinging up and then it was, like, you're stuck there. Yeah, Picture this yeah, as exactly. his lower area. Yeah. 
I like yeah. draw my hand. I was like this. Yeah. Okay. So you actually swiped and it was yeah, like no, knuckles, actually, dude. It was bad. What was the tip? No pun intended. How much was this tip? Uh, you didn't give him a big tip after that. We'll keep that private. I gave him a tip. Okay. I give him the same tip every time. Wow, I would have upped it. But then, if you give him the same every time, maybe that would. No, I didn't. Right. If I gave him a bigger tip, like then he's thinking. That's like, what I'm saying. What's he then you're insinuating is a bigger tip. No, I, I was. Uh, if you, no, if I give him a bigger <laughs> tip, he's like, "Wait, is this guy like into that kind of stuff?" I'm just right, like, no, 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 right. no, 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 wrong picture. <laughs> Keep I should have just been like, just wanted to, like chest bump and be like, "See a man going to bench after this three yeah, exactly. Nah, being the the big man isn't cool anymore in 2020. He's jacked. It's, it's, he's jacked. Yeah. Okay. But let's um what's on my mind? I, I know it's yeah, it's never that, but uh I posted my Spotify rap to my story. Death my sentence. top 5 songs, number 1 Dua Lipa, um Don't Start Now. She is jam. gorgeous. Awesome girl. She is gorgeous. Uh number 2 some Drake Future. Number 3 though, I got a lot of negative feedback. I got Dance Monkey uh by by I don't even know Play who that, sings it. Cut in the song at this part. Because who's ever making fun of you for having that as your top three? First off, all right, show yours. Check rock then. Right. Like, put up or shut up. Don't come at my list. I'm not saying. I'm just. I meant, like, cut songs. it in the audio. Yeah, song's no, fire. No, no, I know. But it's an amazing song. Song's fire. I was more. So, number four was Rhythm of the Nights, Black Eyed Peas. Great like, song. This and is I was more embarrassed about number. Night. Yeah, yeah. I was That's more not Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, it's, it's a remix. Oh, have you ever seen the, the YouTube video of a guy that calls into a Spanish, like, Mexican station? And he's like, hey, play that song. It's uh, Son Reebok or Son Nike. Like, Reebok or Nike. And they're like, what? Yeah. Son Reebok or Son Nike. It's an actual call, dude. It's the funniest yeah. thing ever. I got to find the video. But pretty much this radio host is, like, going back and forth with this guy with an accent, like, trying to understand what he's saying. And then he goes, wait, I think I got it. And then he plays that song. Is this the rhythm? And it's the funniest <laughs> thing ever. All right, we'll have to look that up. Anyways, I was most embarrassed about number five was the box by Roddy Rich. Like it went, it was a it was a short period. I of feel time. like people get offended. Like people think down on you when your top songs are like one of the biggest hits of the year because right. they think you're just like oh people try so mainstream. hard not to be the mainstream. But my point yeah. is like if you're coming at Jack's list, first off, that's my guy. Second right. off, show me your list. Let's see some Demi Lovato. Well, that, camp- that is a common complaint is that everyone posts their thing and, and everyone's like, so no that's one funny. You should say that because like I hate pretty much everything, as you yeah. know, and you you make note of often. Mm-hmm. I love when people post like I love seeing Same, the different. I find, I find it, it interesting. interesting to see yeah. like what kind of person, what my preconceived perception of them was and how it evolved if they've had, I don't know, Dance Monkey on there on their wrapped but exactly. i'm on apple music which I'm, I'm learning that i'm outnumbered like yeah vastly outnumbered it's spot spotify is the the place so today. last thing then we'll talk football uh i got verified on instagram we haven't really talked about this it's kind of crazy you're we're like yeah so me and eagleson stand as the only two unverified on this <laughs> podcast and we will be here to keep you in your place you are now it was on the Instagram. I don't know who posted. It wasn't me that said, will it go to Jack's head? And whoever posted needs a phone charger. Let's throw that. Yeah. Out there. Couldn't be me. And I might start taking note. And it inc- was noon. Also, 
Did we you like get an email that? or something? About no, just showed so, up in your profile. So we applied. You can apply through the whistle portal, and so he, the guy who does it, like gets all the rejection. I've been rejected like thirteen times, and so you can go every thirty days. Rejection, rejection. We don't stop. No shame. So I was going. I was connecting my social stuff to my Twitch to Snapback's Twitch, and I did the Twitter, and then I went to Instagram, and I saw the check, and my like stomach dropped because it was just so unexpected. Um, and random and then I went to my phone and it wasn't there and I'm like refreshing like did they mess it up and then it eventually I had to close I might out have the to start finding it. a do it a weekly thing maybe on on Thursdays Jack's blue check moment of the week where I like it where I pick out a- so do you know who lethal shooter is yeah he comments on every sports yeah. post right so that's kind of my vibe now you're gonna, just gonna like blow up everything every- Every, because that's how you gain followers. When people like your check. comments and stuff, and then they they explore your profile. So I'll comment like I was hating on the Heat jerseys, but like awful, it, awful. What you exactly? Awful what you start to realize, and we need to talk about that, is that all these sports accounts post the same ESPN, Bleacher, House, everything is, and it's like all just the Heat jerseys all over the web. So I'm just doing this, and they shit. were absolute diarrhea. All right, let's talk about that now, and then we'll talk football. I think they're like they're not the ugliest jerseys in the league. It's impossible with their colors, and I think part of it is circumstantial because, like, how it's almost like they messed it up so badly. It's not that they're John the John Gruden said it perfectly, and I, I'm I'm gonna switch up his comment a little bit. But it looks like they gave a drunk kid a <laughs> Nike ID login and said, "Go to work." It's exactly what it looks like. God, and, and I feel like I, all the, the NBA as a whole, as a whole, snapback, as a whole, the Snapchat. NBA city jerseys are all like that. They're all absolutely awful. And I like the Bucks one. I like the Pacers one. The Rockets like, are blue now. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. The today. Bucks are blue now. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of things, the NBA sucks at, and I know there's a little bit of a disagreement here. The Christmas Day schedule. I don't know, man. It doesn't do it for me. So you have. Pelicans, you have Pelicans Heat at 12. Very excited for Zion to be hurt and not play in that game. So you can throw <laughs> that game out. I think the next game is three. Might be Nets Celtics. Uh, the next game is 230. Warriors box. Warriors box. Come on. Let me get out in front of this now. The war- wa- The Golden State Warriors are no longer marquee must-see television. That's... That that's to be seen, and I think what I didn't realize was when they announced the opening night schedule, it put it in perspective. Christmas Day is three days after yes. opening day, yes. right? So it can't be like they're ten and twelve at that right. point. Like they're going to be one and one or two right. and one. Um, but in my opinion, the Warriors aren't anything in terms of like must see television, anything to write home out anymore. I think you're. Under- I would rather watch would- how many diehard Steph Curry no, I'm fans not, there not are the influence, and how exciting Right, is. not the influence he has and not the kids that wear their shorts down to their ankles with Steph Curry multicolored shorts that look like the Heat jerseys and then LeBron shoes. Like We both know exactly who the type of kid <laughs> we're talking about. Um, but then you have Warriors Bucks. The kid that would be saying right now, Cap, that's Cap, bro. That's yeah, Cap. that's Cap. You know that? What's that meme about like the three kids sitting around the couch? That's just like, oh, is, yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah. Um, this is but, a great podcast for so everyone me, listening right now. We haven't talked to Lick of Sports. So, what I would say first off, oh, let me start the last or proceed to the last game Clippers Nuggets. Let me ask you a question. 
does the NBA think that people care that the Nuggets came back from down 3-1? Like, nobody's looking at that as like a, oh. 10.30 p.m. I don't care. On Christmas. So move, you gonna move make, the Warriors. You weren't going to make 8 o'clock. You weren't going to make 8 o'clock. But that game's on the Here's East what Coast. I do. Here's you weren't going to make 8 o'clock on Thanksgiving Day. I promise you, you're not making Here's 10.30 what I do. on. You put Damian Lillard and the Blazers versus the Nuggets in the, in the last spot. You give Clippers-Lakers in the seven whatever the main one right right and then personally the Nets Celtics that's fine to me I would have rather seen maybe the Nets and the Bucks of some sort and then earlier day maybe Celtics Warriors and then Pelicans Heat I don't know I think the NBA dropped the ball on so on that deal. all right this is what I texted in for everyone listening I I think I would agree with you. Let's go Clippers Lakers like in prime nobody time. cares about that's the Clippers a, and right, Nuggets that. nobody. And then they put the Mavs there. Let's put Luca at ten thirty. So maybe people do too. Yeah. And, I would oh, watch that's another Luka, injury. Kristaps right? just won't be in that game. Of course not. Of course not. Um, but to Abe's complaint, I responded. Outside of reshuffling, you made it seem like the teams were wrong. And I'm curious what team besides the Knicks? I think. Knicks I, think playing, I think. The, I think the Knicks. Getting 12 points at noon on Christmas Day is a tradition. And the fact that they just would leave that out is and This is has annoying. nothing to do with the fact that the Sixers absolutely mollywopped the Bucks on Christmas Day last year and then right. got booted out. But I don't know. I would have put the Blazers in there. Um, okay. I'm not that mad about the teams. I'm more mad about the matchups. Right. It the Lakers, Mavs. But you know what? For the champ, the, the Lakers opened the season with the Clippers. So I that's, guess that's, that's when I got it. That's when it's fair. Right. And then what is it? Nets, Warriors? But people, people wanted the Suns. Like, no, no, no. Who, who wants that? Like, put Suns, Hawks on, uh, on NBA TV. <laughs> Discovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's TV. who I was like. NBA TV at midnight and um, see how many people. But, hey, I think we're continuing with the theme into the NBA season of chips on their shoulder. No Christmas Day game for the Sixers. First time in or three years or something. They didn't have one. The um, Knicks were out last year. They didn't have one, did they? I know. That was the first year in, in forever. Um, it's like the Lions and the Knicks, right? Lions on Thanksgiving and the Knicks on Christmas. It's just stuff you got to see. Raven Steelers, Wednesday afternoon football. Let's chat about it. Throw it on a dime. I'm wearing my Penn State shirt for Trace. I said it to Jack all day. I said, what will it take for... QB two to get in the game because Trace McSorley is a winner. He was a winner at Penn State that didn't win. A gamer, a gamer, a gamer is that the didn't term win. That we He's use a gamer. for guys. Who and then win. you have him without James Franklin. That's a recipe for success. Um, right hand up, Abe Granoff, diehard Eagles fan, Jack Settlement's co-host. I was full on rooting for the Ravens today. Full on rooting for the Ravens for the sole fact that they gave me mid workday, midweek afternoon football. 3.40 on a Wednesday, fire me up. What so, a treat that was. That word, that sentence exactly, fire me up, I'm going to give you from a fan perspective. Fortunately, we had the podcast. Oh, that was the worst from, game I've ever watched in my life. No, no, no. From 7.30 to, so from 7 when the game ended to 7.45 when we hopped on with Hunter, so my bored. heart was, no, my heart was like, as a fan, I'm saying, like who had serious investment it was like, okay, like, what do I do with my body? I still have eight hours The serious investment there. wasn't – you didn't really have much serious investment today. Oh, I was probably more invested in that game than I have been in, in every game before it this season. Because it's fun being the underdog. It's great being the underdog, which the Ravens the now are. Let's talk about the game real quick. Awful. Um, refing in the NFL, 
is crazy. The worst call of the day was on the, the Steelers, roughing the, the roughing the passer. But you got it. You like, got a made get, up hold after it. We did. Uh, whatever it was. There was a makeup call right, right after. Right. That was abysmal. Right before the half, everyone's – let's talk about that sequence. So I actually thought the coaching on that from Harbaugh was excellent. So you could of tell that they did. had – no, 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 because he doesn't call the plays. He calls the timeout. I don't care about the play. The play was a good play. He should have called the ball. The timeout the was fine. If Greg Roman's on the same page as Harbaugh, the timeout is fine because what you saw was the second play was play action, right? So what they assume – now this is where the issue comes in. You can't run goal line. Right. Everyone, your mom, who we joke about, knew that the Steelers were going to lay on top of the Ravens, right? Right. So you can't leave it up to the refs. So if you run, if you run uh, from the shotgun, which people will get mad about, because also why if not you're complaining a- about the Steelers laying on the Ravens and you're a Ravens fan, grow up. It happens. Like, it happens you knew all that the time. Was it's happen. part of the game. Right. Grow up. But if if Roman calls the right play, you could see they knew the second play was the pass. And let's say they get off the pile with eight seconds left, run that play. You still have two seconds when that ball falls on incomplete. So it really, and Collinsworth was all over in the booth. I kind of disagree. It just came down to that. Steelers made a heads up play. You knew that was going to come from them. Hunter Henry, or Hunter Henry, Luke Wilson, catch the ball. Minka made a nice play. Can't leave points on the board. Um, second half, RG3 looks kind of sprite out there. But what did I tell you? Like You told me he we couldn't run jo- the ball. No, I know. And you told me that he would be throwing downfield and, you know, outside the numbers. There's no, like, no more 60 minutes of football could have been more convincing that Lamar Jackson, as bad as he's been, still elevates this offense to a whole nother For sure. He, well, he's also that much more dynamic of an athlete. Yeah. But... Let's talk about who who matters. Is Trace the official QB two of the Baltimore Ravens? <laughs> Oof. Um, if, no, at, for, I don't. He think might so. not be, but as a fan, do you want him to be? Uh, tallest midget. Mm, yeah, kind <laughs> of. I mean, I would like. I think if it ever got to that scenario, you know, Lamar gets hurt or for whatever reason, um, I would want to see like. I would actually want to see them switching off different packages, you know, playing to their strengths. I wouldn't want to say, let's roll RG3 out there and think we're going to go win the game, like get creative. So you want to do a little hurtsy wensy type deal. Exactly. Which, so let me let me give the people some X's and O's, which I think. How much of the game did you watch? The Ravens like, game? Tuned in. Yeah. Whole thing. Sparingly in the first half, pretty locked in for the second. All you need is these two plays, which I think is pretty cool. So the pick six. So Hayden is the outside corner, right? And the safety rotates over over to the outside pass, and he undercuts it, right? Trace's throw to Hollywood. Oh, that was a that he, was the wide receiver's fault. No, oh, on the touchdown, on the touchdown. On the pick six, RG three. You know, right, it, was, right, right. it was a good disguise coverage. Hayden cuts it off, scores. That was the same play as the Hollywood throw. Hayden jump or whatever corner it was on that play jumps underneath. He pumps it. Hits Hollywood outside the numbers over his head, and then Hollywood takes it to the house. So that's pretty impressive for a kid who had literally never thrown an NFL pass. And his fourth or fifth attempt to make that read, Hollywood took it to the house. Did not look that fast, which is just mind-boggling. You know, I saw that, but I don't think it was that. I think it was – you know what it is. It's wiggling in and out to get the defender off balance. Bro. If, like, you think of Hollywood is supposed to have Tyree Kill speed, like, Tyree Kill's running in a direct line to the left pylon, and no one's getting within, you know, like, Olympic sprinter well, speed, which Hollywood claims he has. Former Nittany Lion, and actually in my graduating class at the Smeal College of Business, an accounting major. Funny story about Trace McSorley. Um, I was in an accounting class, I don't know, sophomore or junior year, 
and I had to go to the bathroom during it. And number two, had my morning cup of joe, and you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And there was only one stall, and Trace walked out of it, and I walked in it. So I guess our butts have touched. <laughs> That's wild. Um, from your perspective, because I'll have a lot to say, obviously, Ravens, Steelers, you know, we're 6-5. and five. They won the division, which is crazy to say, 11-0. Uh, but you, the you NFL, talked about the tweet. Like, what do you see from those two teams? What I see, it's not what I see from those two teams. It's what I see from the NFL. The NFL is the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and everybody else. And if your record mm-hmm. is two or three games above 500, congratulations, you're fraudulent. It is literally, you are a fraudulent team in the NFL if Patrick Mahomes isn't your quarterback. The Steelers are 11-0, and and not a single person thinks they're going to win it all. Not a single person thinks they're going to win it all. And we're not just saying that, like, Vegas Why? Odds, people, like are picking, people are picking teams in the NFC that could win it all right. because they can get to the Super Bowl. But what did we watch today? We watched brutal RG3 football, and it got a little fun when he ran that on third and ten for 40 yards. Yeah. And for whatever reason... I mean, the, the Ravens' D-backs were making tackles all day, all over the field, and making Wild. plays. Four-yard slants the entire time. I was clawing my eyes out at this game. And all I hear about is the this Pittsburgh Steelers offense. They're not this, what they used to be, the Jerome Bettis. They, they, they mm-hmm. spread them out. They've got Johnson, Claypool, Juju, Ebron, yada, yada, yada. And they're running four-yard slants the entire time. Sorry, buddy, if you play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game— you're going to have to score, and you're going to have to score a lot, and you're going to have to score fast. And I saw none of that today. Granted, the Ravens' D is good, and it's kept them in the game. It's probably better than the Chiefs' D, but you don't play against the Chiefs' D. Not today's if defense. If you're playing, not, today's not today's defense. defense. If you're playing against the Kansas City Chiefs, I know you see Lamar Jackson on the Monday night game. He said, I'm not playing. I'm playing against their defense, not Patrick Mahomes. Right. No, you are playing against Patrick Mahomes because of how quick they can go down the field and score. You were playing a lot of other teams. You play against their defense because you don't have to worry about their offense as much. As an opposing offense, you legitimately have to worry about the Chiefs' offense. Yeah, so when every time the Steelers went five wide, you felt like open and exposed, like you were naked right. defensively with the, with the Steelers. And now pictured the Chiefs doing that. You have a quarterback who's 10 you times have to more pray. mobile, you have to pray. more accurate, better arm strength, and his weapons are faster. Stronger. It's a, it's a, better hands. It, right. Right. It's, it is a – and their running backs are good. So are you willing and, to say the Chiefs are the best team ever finally? No, not ever. I think they're clearly the best team in the league right now, though. I, I am, I've been on that. I think they're beatable. Best team in the league right now, best team in league history, tomato, tomato. <laughs> uh, my thoughts, Steelers. I'm not going to go as far as Abe saying they have no shot, but Ryan Clark tweeted it. This the Steelers team, the version they are today after Week 12, has no shot. They would not beat Kansas City even in Pittsburgh. Could they get there? Sure. Bud Dupree's a huge loss for them, but it's just that O line and run game just isn't what they expected it to be. Snell actually played really well for a bad push from the O line against the Ravens backups. Ravens have lost four or five games. So have the we Eagles. Pr- we've pretty much gotten... Nah, I feel like you've won two. We've lost the, the past three were Seattle, Cleveland, the Giants, the Bye, mm. and Dallas. Yeah, okay. So we've okay. won one, three, whatever. Yeah, one lost or four. Lost three of our um, Four or five. 
and you know this is like what most would consider free fall I've been very consistent in that I think the last five games line up pretty nicely if we get in every time we lose I feel like more confident in the team for whatever reason because the only and you wonder what what the drugs that I'm smoking being a Philadelphia Eagles fan do you realize that's what happens every week to me as an Eagles fan and you're just like what the hell is wrong with this kid? Yeah, but you got the difference is you guys are bad, and I think you agree with That's that. That's an understatement. We're not we're not bad yet. We could like the next five could say, you know what, the Ravens weren't a good team. I still think we're good right now. Can we get to great? Good to great. Um, defense is good, very good. Missing Brandon Williams and Calais and Judon. That you know maybe that looks a little different today, even though we played spectacular. Offense was missing everyone, and Lamar is the difference. We we looked good again running the football. Des didn't have a catch. I saw some guy bet like twenty five k. He hit his over. That's tough. Um, Hollywood showed today, although he didn't lay out for a ball, which I would have loved. He did at least show. All right, put the ball in my hands, and I can be a playmaker. Okay, so maybe he's not going to go up like Tyree Kill, get contact, but let's try some smoke screen bubble screens. You know as much as anyone what a hot team in the NFL as an underdog does. Don't you? Like, do I know? Our next five. You wanna, Dallas. You want to see the, the, the championship gear? Do I know? Yeah. Dallas, Cleveland, which that'll be a tough game. Dallas, Cleveland, Jacksonville, uh, the Giants, and Cincinnati Borough. I mean, if that's not screaming to you, get hot and get in. And let me give you a playoff path that I... I'm salivating over Tennessee. What happened to the Chiefs? Round one. T- Tennessee. Pittsburgh. Kansas City. Pittsburgh. I mean, I would literally do any. Sign me up for that how, right how this second. How embarrassing is it? Like, think about from an outsider's perspective. Like, when your team has, like, like, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... I don't know. Like a narrative around us? No, 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 no. Like you're the thing that gets you going and gets you up in the morning is the Tennessee Titans. Like I got to beat well, them. Well, it's not. I know it, I know it? it's it's the revenge they've beaten you twice in the last 2 years, but it's the Titans and it's like, "Ooh, that would feel good to beat the Titans." So the Ravens actually had a story rivalry with the Titans in the yeah, 2000s. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but come whatever. On. It's coming back, but yeah, it's not it's less about them. It's more so about like We've lost both games to the Steelers this year. We lost to the Chiefs at home Monday night. Like You know how hard it Ravens, is to beat a team twice in this league. <laughs> imagine trying to beat them three times in the AFC Championship. Impossible. 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 So, it won't happen. Um, let's move on to the NBA. Big trade out of nowhere. Woj bomb. John Wall in a first is headed to Houston for the services of Russell Westbrook. Abe and I just are not on the same page with the general media here. Hey, why is John Wall? Why do they have to attach a first round pick? People think Russell Westbrook's like much better than John Wall. I don't see it. Um, I don't know the details of the contract, but it probably has to do with that. But I'm totally with you. Like, first off, the Rockets and the Wizards both just got better. I think. You think so? I think so. Um, more Talk so, more that. so, more so, the Wizards for the blatant fact that they would have gotten better no matter what this year with John Wall. But Russell Westbrook in that offense, who played at such a high pace last year, one of the highest scoring teams in the league, um, is just going to be pushing the ball 120%, kicking it out to Bertans, kicking it out to Brad Beal. He's got that co-star still. He doesn't have to be 
taking the last shot at the game and stuff like that. So the Wizards got exponentially better. And I don't know if Rui and that new guy Denny is solid. Can the Wizards be? An, oh, I forgot they got. Denny. Can the Wizards be an eight seed with that team? Thomas Bryant, Rui, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Um, I don't know. They're gonna have to worry about the thirty million dollar man down in Charlotte. But um, <laughs> and from the Rockets' perspective. Daryl Morey, pick up the phone, my G. There's still a guy with a beard down there. They say that they're keeping him. Um, really, this comes down to what is John Wall? From people saying in pickup, he's fire. But that's the same thing. <laughs> so is Mitchell so Robinson. Is, so is Michael Beasley because he has his shirt off and has a four-pack. Um, so I'm not buying into that. Just like I'm not doing the same thing with the KD. Everyone's saying, oh, KD's back. Pick up, pick up, pick up. Spare. Oh, well, I would give more to KD over Spare John Wall. But I'm a huge – I've always been a huge John Wall fan personally. He's cool. He dances cool. Um, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Um, but, yeah, I think both teams got better, and it's, it's just like – I don't know. Why did the Wizards want to do this so bad? Like, do they maybe – Maybe they saw what the Hawks did, and they said – Check rock for the eight seed. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, maybe that team could even I win do, a playoff no, series. You know what? I'll, I'll throw it out there. The wall Beal thing has always been a rumor, right? It, like, they are always talking about how, oh, no, we, we're cool with each other. Like, let's be honest. Anytime there's a million rumors about you, you're not cool. You're just not chill. That's um, not fair. So I, I, think, I think that probably has a little to do with it. And they want to keep Beal. All the rumors about Beal leaving or trading Beal. They have young pieces. Like, this is an effort to say to yeah, this could Beal, This could be a defensive move because you know what you'll exactly. get out of Russell Westbrook this year. You don't know what you'll get out of John Wall. And, yeah. John Wall, yeah. Harden, Christian Wood, Boogie. People aren't talking about John Wall and Boogie being reunited from college. I don't know. That team's fun. Good point. New coach. Yeah, it's fun. And now it's definitely give fun. me James Harden. Now. Now. All right. Uh, last thing in the NBA we'll touch on for now is Paul George. Do you hear all this stuff coming out about Paul George? What an absolute this? boner Paul George is. First off. I've seen, mixed, I've seen mixed feelings about PG. First off. All right. So he said, coach was trying to play me as a Ray Allen or as a J.J. Redick. All pin downs. I can do it, but that's ain't just ain't my game. First part of that question, uh, that quote, I want to pick apart. I can do it. Yeah, you can do it. Getting pinned down on the baseline and hitting the side of a backboard. <laughs> Two, that's all Doc Rivers was saying. And it, first off, it comes out all today about that preferential treatment. This is all scripted. Let me read you to defend my head coach. Paul George finished 33% of his total plays using the pick and roll last year, which was a career high. The prior high was 25% in OKC. That's a very different style of play from Ray Allen and J.J. Redick. So I don't know what Paul George is trying to do here, bringing down my head coach. Maybe you shouldn't have cheated on the coach's daughter with a stripper. And he would have played you more in pick Wait, and roll. Did you hear then about the other Paul George stuff? How the players, when he was getting the preferential treatment, some of the players were telling PG, like, you're trash in the playoffs? Shut up. Yeah, they were, they were pretty much saying, like, you don't have the clout to get Kawhi this does. treatment. Like, ex- well, that's the thing. It was Kawhi and PG, and the players were targeting Paul George. It, it sounds like it's a mess there. It really yeah, does. And it's like, don't come at my coach. 
because of that. All right, all right. I don't think that. Well, really, you don't think that because the first time you sent me a tweet, you attached and you wrote "shit coach." (laughs) (laughs) So clearly, you do. All right, NBA season starts in twenty days. Training or preseason in like nine. We're not even going to talk about is the season going to work with COVID because we already know it's going to be a shit show. But I want to be hopeful to watch the Knicks get the number one pick and improve. I want to watch the Sixers try to move Tobias Harris for James Harden in Abe's head, and it'll be fun. People's parlay. My bookie's people's parlay. Um, we we have a lock this week, fam. It's week 13 in the NFL. Let me, let me kick it off. Let's kick it off. Chargers money line. At home against the Patriots. Why is it a pick I don't know. Both these teams stink. The Chargers have more fight. They're home. They should be getting at least three points in my internal algorithm. Plus mm-hmm. the snapback bump. Hunter Henry on the pod in a few minutes, or you already listened to it, I think in a few minutes. <laughs> Austin Eckler last week coming off a tough, tough um, Anthony Lynn bet card in that last game. I love the Chargers in this spot winning at home against the Patriots. It's beautiful. beautiful. Like last week, I saw it. Cardinals minus two at New England. I said, yeah, okay, Vegas. Good one. Good try. <laughs> you thought. Yeah. yeah, okay. Patriots money line. Thanks for coming out, ladies and gents. This week, Patriots off a big win in playoff contention. Stupid. I mean, book it. I wanted to LAC. Jack didn't let me, but I wanted to take alternate spread Chargers minus two. And a half. I think we're going to... We're going to do the, do the thing we do, potentially, it, once it gets to Sunday. <clears throat> P- 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 um, but we nope. 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 the thing with the Chargers, the only reason why I didn't want to lay the two-and-a-half alt line is because they're the Chargers. Right. And Anthony Lynn is still the coach facing Belichick. And that is something you have to Belichick's going to get him with that, like, uh, that thing that Vrabel does with the penalties and stuff, and Anthony Lynn is going to be lost. 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 Uh, Attaching onto that, my first pick, Hunter Henry to score a touchdown. At any point. Pretty, at any point. Pretty simple. Yeah, anytime touchdown. We're recording this Wednesday night, so we don't technically have the line yet. We're estimating. I, Abe said plus 225. I would guess plus 180. We put somewhere it into in that, the Somewhere in that range. Yeah, we, we settled at plus 200, which is juicy for a guy who's like guaranteed to score a touchdown thanks to the bump. So those two are kind of correlated. Maybe it's a Henry touchdown for the win. Maybe it's his first. Who knows? But we got those two on the board. Abe, your second, second pick. Second pick. I'm getting back to my old my old ways. Browns plus six. Why? I looked at the board last week, early this week, and I saw Titans minus six, and I went, wow, I love that. So for that reason, I went against that because that seems to work more often than not when it comes to me betting. So I'm taking the Browns with the points. That's the only logic I have for you. If you can't fade yourself, you're not a good better. It's just as simple right, as that. Right, right, you right, you right. gotta know when. Like we thought this would be a key spot, and we're no, you know. Also, it's, it's like, two frauds. Like anything can happen. Right. Exactly. Um, all right, and then to close it out, what better way to close out a people's parlay than with the Falcons on. money Put line? Your clown mask with on. the Falcons money line coming off of a win. And a big win. It's an absolute trap spot for Atlanta. It's an awful play. But the Falcons were good to me last week. And I am very, I really think that Taysom Hill is bad. Like, really bad. Oh, yes. So, and the Falcons, I like them against the Saints the first time they played. I think they just played like two times in four weeks. And the Saints won. So, I really do love the Falcons here. So, 
My bookie's people's parlay: Chargers money line, Hunter Henry to score a touchdown, Browns plus six, Falcons money line at thirty-three to, to win eight hundred at mybookie.ag. Just put an absolute lighter to it. Exports. Um, a lighter like in celebration. Uh, I do have a bonus pick. I do have a bonus pick. My bonus pick, if the bonus picks are obviously always futures, it's just the it's just a buy low sell high situation which it's which other nfc east team are you betting on it's as simple as this the baltimore ravens no. to win the super bowl it's i called it last year on the chiefs I, and this was as the ravens were running through the afc i said the chiefs they were at plus 700 same spot plus 700 i said that is a criminal line they're coming they're the title favorites before mahomes gets hurt nothing has changed it's Patrick Mahomes, get a plus 700. Did I know it was going to win? No, it came down to a, a launch by Mahomes, and they end up beating the Niners, but it's the value. Ravens, to win the Super Bowl, is the best future value on the board. I'm seeing pl- plus 2,700 right now. Plus 2,700. I mean, 27 to 1 odds for a team, if you go through the simulation of projections of who's going to make the playoffs, the Ravens, still pretty comfortable. We went through their schedule. They can get hot. Is a twenty-seven to one team that's going to have to go wild card division, AFC Championship, Super Bowl? Gonna is a lock? No, but value wise, look at the other teams, Abe. All name the teams at twenty to one that you would rather be holding a ticket of than the Ravens at twenty-seven to one. These are the title favorites coming into the Titans, year. Titans, Bills, and Ravens are in the twenty to one range. Who? Who? Probably the Titans. Really? Yeah. See, I I think like. I'm lying. Even I'm though, lying. I'm lying. Right. right, right. <laughs> like, you would rather hold toilet paper than a Titans future ticket. Could they win a playoff game? Could they knock the Ravens out again? Sure. But could they? Come on. No, I'm, yeah, I'm just lying. I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my bonus pick. I'm going to be throwing fat on it. Like, like, like Joe Biden disturbing. fat. Like Joe Biden <laughs> fat. The only other thing, and I did calculations, was a, a money line rollover. So if you're not familiar with the money line rollover, for everyone who's listening, instead of taking a futures bet, I can essentially say, like, once they get to the playoffs, I can bet on them to win the first game, take that money, bet on the second game, take that money, bet on the third game. So it does kind of minimize your risk in case they don't get to the playoffs, in case, like, let's say they won the first game, but Lamar gets hurt in the fourth quarter like it does minimize your risk of course the odds could change but at this point 27 to 1 odds i just i gotta do it i gotta so that's my bonus pick week 13 nfl abe um you need to win uh two of the next three or else we're even on my ellinger bet because the eagles have dropped whatever you thought they were gonna win games i told you they wouldn't um, they're playing the Packers. We're actually not going to waste a lot of time. You don't like the Eagles. They did screw me, though. Good teams, great teams cover, though. Great teams Trace do McSorley cover. And Carson great Wentz. teams do cover. Yes, the Philadelphia Eagles head to Lambeau this week. Um, I saw a video of a guy playing, what song was it? You know the song, the ASPCA commercial in the arms of an angel? In no. the arms, the sad song with the okay. with the dogs yeah. on the TV. Yeah, it was me every Sunday, and it's that in the background, him just crying while putting on an Eagles jersey and walking to the couch. That's, That's what fair. it's become. Um, from uh, Monday was the Seahawks game. 
That was some of the worst coach football I've ever watched in my life by Doug Peterson. Um, the Eagles have the second. I don't know if you knew the stat, Jack, but this will help you sleep tight at night. The Eagles have the second most expensive roster in the NFL currently, and they're three seven and one. Dude, so there's a lot. You guys are always talking about fire Doug, fire Howie Roseman, but there was always so much love for Roseman with his manipulation of the cap. What has kind of been the turning? The turning point, point is because the, the Wentz thing isn't as turning fault. point is. Let me talk about the Wentz thing for a second because a report came out about how other executives and pro scouts wouldn't give up on Carson Wentz, which I I do agree with. Think about this in re, in in probability, what is the likelihood that that type of fall from grace that Carson Wentz had from when he was the prohibited favorite to win the MVP to yeah. now being legitimately the worst starter in the NFL? That hurt, but was good how, after the injury. How unlikely is that? Like. To me, it's a disconnect between Howie Roseman. You pin it on coaching? I put it on disconnected all three levels. Howie Roseman trades a high fourth-round pick for Jannard Avery, does all these little deals, signs free agents like Malik Jackson, Javon Hargrave, impact free mm. agents, Will Parks, Doug Peterson, can't find an effective use for them in the offense or they don't see the field. Where's the communication on that happening about where these players can be put in the offense? And then but the disconnect between Doug and Carson is – Doug Carson it wants to run Doug's offense, but he he's not a fan of Doug's offense or something. Listen, what I see, sounds like they got it all figured out. What you out. have to do if you're the Eagles is one pray, two, the only pray well more. the only way you can try and fix this because they're very cap ridden is trying to bring in a new mind for Carson, a new coach, or Doug gives up. Like you know why Doug Peterson calls plays, and this is a real quote what? because it's fun. <laughs> that was legitimately I mean, his I reason. Respect that. I enjoy calling plays. So he's got to give up that. Maybe we'll finally hire an offensive coordinator because when we had Frank Reich, who won the Super Bowl, yeah. um, that's plenty of time talked about the Eagles. I'm done. Yeah, no, that's good on that. Uh, other interesting games Browns, Titans, two. I mean, no one's watching that no, game. Yeah, no one cares about that. Colts got to be careful going to Houston. Colts minus three in Houston. Raiders, Jets, awful. Lions, Bears, awful. Bengals, Dolphins, literally. Awful Eagleson may not watch. Jaguars, Vikings, terrible. Four o'clock, Rams, Cardinals. That's the game of the afternoon besides Patriots, Chargers. That's fine. Where do you, how, what are your thoughts on that division as a whole? Niners aside. Cardinals, as I told everyone, frauds. Um, Kyler. The the Rams are a, uh, a nutcase. In, in, you don't know what the hell you're going to get on a given week for them. Are they going to have this right. dynamic offense with one guy going one way, the other guy going the other way, and them <laughs> scoring 30 points? Or are they going to have this stalemate where they just continue to turn the ball over? Because any given week, they can beat any team in this league no matter what. Mm-hmm. But any given week, they can lose to any team in this league no matter what. And we saw that to the, right. the, to the B-League Niners last week. That's a division game. You know how I feel about those. Seattle's going to run away with division, and... I hope Kyle. Really? Yeah. I don't know their schedule, but yeah. Uh, I think the Rams can make a little. Oh run yeah, the, nine, the, the the Seahawks remaining schedule easiest in the NFL: Giants, Jets, Washington, Rams, Niners. Yeah, that is pretty easy. See, it's statistically the easiest in the NFL. Even the, the, than the Ravens. Yeah, I guess because the Browns have eight wins, maybe. Um, all right, that's fair. I mean, we know. I, I think, like, 
The Rams are a dangerous playoff team. For sure. I I would say that. They're not dangerous. They're not dangerous in the sense of they can win four in a row because they can't. But they'll knock you out in the first round. Rams beating New Orleans again in the Superdome, pretty much a guarantee at this point. Um, That would mean the Rams have to probably win their first game because the Saints are uh, looking at to be the number one seed right now. Packers, Packers one seed potentially. Right now the Rams are headed to the home of the NFC East. I'm pretty sure. Which, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say it. <laughs> All right, Eagleson, get in here before Abe starts talking crazy to us. Let's talk about school. And then, fam, after we talk to Eagleson about school, stay tuned. Conversation with Hunter Henry. It was a fun one. It was a good one. I'm excited Eagleson, school, eh? First off, school, how's the week been? Eh? Just started off with that. Pretty solid. I mean, just the whole math thing is just feeling like a lot it's definitely a lot harder than gym yeah i would say that um how many times of this week have you eaten tim hortons i think twice 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 it's still one month you'll get one more as long as you consider monday the start of the week right yeah obviously um (laughs) let me give you a serious 10 second pep talk math really important subject i'm not like joking yeah uh it drives but trigonometry everything not it the concept of maths is i was listening to something today it made a good point like our zoom call our podcast right now is all math like it's hidden math mm-hmm. but it's all numbers and math and it's not, signals, it's not trigonometry so <laughs> it's not trigonometry but if there's a subject like go don't pay attention during biology like you'll figure that out through yeah. through actual uh real life stuff <laughs> but math if you're not good at it just a little focus. Um, but let's reveal that uh, report card. Why do we okay. have a report card, though? What because happened? we finished first the first quadmester, they're calling quad- it. And why isn't it online? Because we we don't have enough cases to, like, Old where school. it's that bad. We have to... No, I mean, like, why aren't you just go- like going on the internet to find your grades oh, as opposed um, to getting a piece of paper? I, I, I don't know. That's just kind of how they do it here. We get it up to Canada. So Eagleson last semester had biology with our main man, Mr. McPhee. McPhee. Have you seen or spoken to him recently since the new semester? I talked, I talked to him today, actually. How's he doing? I asked, asked him if he, you know, missed me and all that. And he said he did. He said it's one of Bullshit. his favorite kids in that class. And Bullshit liar. Because you got a clout <laughs> on this podcast. Um, <laughs> and then you had what, Jim? Jim. Jim. So... All right, I'm just going to say it. If you didn't get at least a B-plus in gym, and I'm giving you B-plus in gym, yeah. today's your last episode with Snap Exports. <laughs> okay, I haven't looked at it yet. Wait, so. only two subjects, gym and bio? Yeah, they're they're keeping us like only in two classes. Just So not, I'm like, going to predict you got an A-minus in gym, you better have, and so. a B-minus in biology. I'm going to go C-plus in bio. Hate to do it to you, kid, but C-plus in bio. And I'm going to give you, just because it's U.S.-like thought process, I'm going to give you a – do they they do pluses and minuses, right, on your report yeah, card? Yeah, like, well, that's not that's not what it's going to say. It's like out of 100? It's going it, 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 to be a number. Like, right. it's going to be – Okay, all yeah. right. Uh, I'm going to give you an A-plus in gym. Okay. Here it is. Wait, you haven't opened it yet? Your mom didn't, like, ask you what you got? 
Uh, sorry, no, I haven't opened sorry, it. Sorry, Mavis. Wait, this is a this is like an unboxing live, yeah, right? Yeah, now? yeah. I, I, I oh, held on to it. Andrew, right. what you got on right. your report card? Sorry, Mom. It's not just a report card. This is content. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Tune in on Thursday. All right. Start with Jim. Wait, this is kind of a funny moment. Like he he doesn't even know. Yeah, like, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't see his reaction go like, damn. Right, like, but looking at your report card is like a very nerve wracking yeah. thing. You, well, I, at least from my school, I knew exactly what I was getting on the report card. I think you I don't. No, I you have I, no I, clue. I, I really. All right, what'd you get in gym? That's wild. Eighty-eight. <laughs> I said if you didn't get okay. at least a B plus. That, that that's that, a B right, so That's like that's like an that's like an A minus here. Really? Jesus. Yeah. I would have been a 90s and 80s. To... 88's a clear B. I would have went so. to, uh, what's the school? Harvard? No, in Canada. Oh, Mc... McGillan? McGillan. <laughs> McGill. 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 So that's an A minus for you guys there? Yeah. That's a B plus. And in for us. Bio, now 79. Nervous. 70. That's a, that, that's a B minus for you, though? That's probably like a B. Holy shit. What? Dude, I would have been freaking Mark Zuckerberg at your school. Uh, so in my wait, in America, wait, time in out, America time out. That, are you happy with that? I feel like that was a great result. Oh yeah, I'm I, I'm happy with that. Love that. Love that. Let's yeah. keep on Let's trucking go. math and what's the, and French this semester. Oh you're fucked. Math and um <laughs> Yeah, so where I'm from, uh that would have been a C plus and a B plus. But that's why you live you know there. You got, yes, sir. You know you got to pad the stats in like gym. Like my claim to fame was mm-hmm. I was in honors band, so our GPA was out of five. Oh, so I got a I got a A plus in honors band, and it gave me that's like a it's like a five So imagine I get a five point and that, and then I get a B in math, and now I have a four point Right. Like you got it. Get your gym score up. Wait. Have you been going in per- – how do you get a low gym score? Explain that to me. I think – so what dropped it is like the the health portion of the gym class. The written Too part. Too zero? Yeah. So like, uh, you know, like I didn't even – I don't even think I did my last two that. health assignments. I feel that. And that obviously drops your mark, right? I, You're, it does I, drop your mark. Your mark. Yeah. Your mark. All right, Do you guys not call it marks? Grades. 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 All right. Also, can we talk about one thing you guys didn't seem to like too much? The milk in the bags. Yeah. What? What the f- Explain you, the situation. You, you guys never heard of that before? So Eagleson, we have a little Instagram DM group, and Eagleson DM'd us a video yesterday of some puck slut dig- dangling, dangling and tinseling twine. Um, but in the tw- uh, Tinseling milk. In the twine, there yeah. was a bag, and which I thought was just like, I don't know, like, Snow, snow right? or, or like powder. powder or yeah, yeah. And then Jack and I thought nothing of it. And then Eagleson wrote, he was like, what, you guys didn't see it? And we're like, what? He goes, the milk. I go, what do you mean the milk? <laughs> Apparently in Canada, they sell milk by the bag, which is maybe the dirtiest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Vile. <laughs> what the? You guys just go to the grocery store and pick up a bag of milk? Yeah. So it comes in this like blue bag and there's three of the smaller bags like that you saw in that video. Do your eggs and, come you know, like wrapped in foil too? <laughs> no, we get those in the normal cartons. Yeah, you just get the thing, you unroll it, you put the milk in the little container, and you just cut the thing off the top and you pour it's it. Like in college, there you, go. you slap a. You pour it into a cup, right? Cup or cereal? You know, like you can't you drink out of the bag, right? No, no. You ever put a straw? Well, you can. But... How much milk comes in that bag? I'm on to something here. I don't know. It you, looks like it's twenty four ounces. A couple, like that. couple liters, maybe. 
Oh my god. People said, my G. How the f- Alright, well, there's gonna be an episode where you have to do a punishment, and the entire episode, your camera's gonna be up, and you're just gonna have to drink the milk out of a bag with a straw. Well, we can't do that, because if you've ever pledged a fraternity- No, he doesn't have to drink all of it, but a sizable- Uh, uh, sure. Okay. Because I don't know if you know, Eagle Sim, but if you drink milk at a high rate of velocity, it's like automatically you throw up. Like no choice, no body type. But yeah, you're going to have to sign a form that we're not hazing you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then one of you guys have um, to do that? Yeah, no. We'll I, talk I, off it's, it's with a gallon. It's with a gallon. We've <laughs> we'll been there, done the that. Um, should we do, do pledging stories on OnlyFans? <laughs> I like that. A little Patreon for right. our pledging stories. So last thing. The bag of milk thing, yeah. is it like that's all people in Canada get? Like you don't have cartons? It's like a 50-50, like you pick whatever, you pick up the bag, with, or that's like a 5% thing? No, like 99% of people get the bags. Like I'm not even sure I've ever seen the, what? like obviously like see it in like TV and that sort of thing, but I like I've, I've never had the milk in the little jugs there in my house. Think about going to Canada and being a milk bandit, just walking around grocery stores with like a sharp little... <laughs> thing and just poking bags <laughs> you can so do that seriously. they're carrying it, it's just dripping milk out of it <laughs> so like all right let me ask you another question if if you're going to timmy timmy hortz and you get milk in your coffee which i'm sure you guys don't do that for some canadian reason <laughs> how do they like for each person's thing where do they store the milk from the bag like how i assume the bag is a is a medium for another type of container like I feel like families own maybe milk bottles, where they put the bat, they pour from the bag into the bottle and then toss the bag in the, in the trash. No, we usually just have we a usually bag in the fridge. In the bag. Yeah, it. like you just have the bag. You just like when we hang up. Can in. you? What if a bowl of cereal though? Yeah, it doesn't take a whole bag, does it? No, you just you, you you pour some of it and then you put it back in the fridge. Were you when yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. we we have these little like uh, containers that you can like slide the bag into and they just sit in there. Okay, so take, so you take just, a carton. You, just, you, just, you so cut the top literal off cartons, just see through cartons. <laughs> just uh, Not, send me a picture of this of. bag. So how do you know when your milk goes bad? Hey, you just gotta smell it. Maybe do a little taste test. It doesn't have expiration dates on it. No, it has it has an expiration date on it. <laughs> That's enough of your shit bag beverages. Uh, Abe, anything else? It's another weekend of football, unfortunately. Another weekend. Sports at an all-time high. The NBA coming up. Uh, last thing, my mom put the maple syrup in our Brussels sprouts the other night. In the Brussels Spectacular sprouts. Spectacular touch. Knock Bacon, out. too. Wait, you don't know what Brussels sprouts are? No, I've never put maple syrup on them. Oh, yeah. It's a thing. No, it's neither a, it's have a we, thing. But it, it was really good. Honey so. maple glaze with, like, bacon bits and stuff in there. Solid. It was good. All right, fam. Cool. All right, fam. Uh, stay tuned. We are about to talk to Hunter Henry of the LA Chargers. We'll be right back. <laughs> Snapback fam, we welcome Hunter Henry of the LA Chargers to the podcast. Hunter, how's it going? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Abe has a lot so of questions. A... He's really excited. Uh, he is my first. He... My first question, um, are you an alien? Because <laughs> I read something that you don't have a dangly thing in the back of your throat that every person on planet Earth has. <laughs> the uvula. The uvula. Correct. Uh, our, yeah, our audience so, is a little younger, so I thought I'd play it down a little. Yeah, bit. there you go. There you go. Um, no, I, I was born with one, 
And then uh, I got my uh, tonsils out late and later in life. I got my tonsils out when I was like 18. Honestly, it was a brutal surgery. Um, but my, I had like a, I guess, longer one than usual. And I honestly didn't know they were going to uh, cut it. And then I got out of surgery and it was gone. Uh, they just snipped so you, it you off. Just went up to so, the, uh, you went up to the mirror you went, and it was just gone. It was just gone, bro. I recovered. It was like a two or three week recovery or whatever it was. And uh, I looked in the mirror and was like, wow, I just, I don't have it anymore. It's gone. They didn't they even, did it. they tell you like, oh, wow. So I actually have, I could be called an alien for this. I've had my tonsils out twice. What? They grew back. Uh, is that I had my tonsils out, I swear to God. I had my tonsils out when I was in like kindergarten or stuff or something. And then in like maybe seventh or eighth grade, I had my tonsils and my adenoids removed. And I'm still going with the, I'm not going to show you. Gracious. But I, I've, I've, I've got my uvula. Yeah. Jeez. Um, yeah. I, I got tonsils the... and uvula. Like, that, that's pretty views? brutal. Is there a functionality yeah. to them? That's brutal. I don't know. I don't know. They let you take your your home your uvula in like a little doggy bag. Uh, unfortunately, not. <laughs> I wish they would have. That would have been kind of sick, though. Yeah, that would, that would little, have been uh, freeze it over. Yeah, a little uh, re- remembrance. <laughs> love love the hard hitting questions. Uh, another one that Abe prepared for us just because he saw it online. Have you ever had the McDonald's McRib? Uh, no McRib for your boy. No, I never have. The only reason I brought that up is because I was like looking at a Snapchat before this and like people freak out. The McRib is back. The McRib is back. Yeah. And I was just curious if you've ever had the McRib. Have you? I haven't. You've never had it? No. Uh, they I do a I'm lot gonna... of advertising for three men to never have had the sandwich. Yeah. I don't, I just, if I was going to go to McDonald's, which I really don't ever eat McDonald's anymore. Um, I just, even in the past, I, I wouldn't want to get the McRib. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't pay me to try the fish filet at McDonald's. Yeah, no way, dude. Like I'm just going to get me a good like McDonald's burger Big Mac. or yeah, yeah, some yeah. sick fries and we're good. So were you able to like eat all that stuff when you were playing in college? Like when did your diet switch to like an NFL player? Uh, so probably more college. Like, oh, I should... College. Yeah. I started eating a little bit. I uh, definitely better in college. You know, obviously they're on top of you and uh, you have a nutritionist. You have a lot of access um, as a student athlete to a lot of different mm-hmm. um, good food and healthy food. So it was kind of more that high school. I was eating whatever. That's how you get bigger. That's how you get bigger. Wait, I need to ask, and I know you're a Southern guy, but how does one pick Arkansas as the school of choice? So I grew up Arkansas uh, fan forever. I mean, my grandfather went there. My dad went there. I was a fan since I was young, and then I lived there. Um, Just took a lot of pride in it, man. It It was cool and special to be able to go represent a school that I cheered for forever that my, you know, family has, was a part of. So it was just that side of things was pretty cool. Is the Felix Jones, Darren McFadden team, the greatest Arkansas team ever? Well, it's technically our national championship team, which was in 64. Were you alive for that? I bet you, I bet you your team in like your junior year, whatever it was, could have smacked that team. Probably. Honestly, no offense to them though. Big time respect. Big Jerry Jones was on that one. Um, like no, Cowboys Jerry really? Jones? Sorry. My series freaking out. 
good. Uh, yeah, Big Jerry Jones was on that. I think Jimmy Johnson was on that one. Uh, we had some, we had some, uh, some at least well-known people no there clue. on that one. Those are some names. But uh, so... Darren McFadden, Felix Jones, to go back to that was probably. I mean, that's in my era. It was probably one of the best teams. Uh, it was one of the really fun to watch. Also, uh, Ryan Mallett was there one year. With mm-hmm. he had like uh, Joe Adams, a couple stud receivers. Joe Adams, Jarrett's right. Um, they were they were rolling then too. Cool, cool. So has so we've had Austin Eckler on the podcast twice. He's a good friend of ours. I'm at the point where I feel like we. Can okay, see there that. you go. Um, has he told you about? Obviously, he hasn't been around the team much this year, but has he told you about the snapback bump? No, unfortunately, he has not. That's – we're going to have to have a talk to him. Yeah. So the snapback bump, this is the Snapback Sports Podcast. It actually started with Austin because we had him on maybe last January, right before Corona or something, mm-hmm. and then in March, coincidentally, we were the last podcast he did. He signs that big deal. So since then, we've had guest after guest after guest, and Jack can explain to you what happened. Yeah, so I don't know how much of the Ravens-Steelers game you got. I'm actually a Ravens fan, so this this hurt. But if you watch the end of the game, there was a sequence. They throw a lob pass to James Washington, gets him a first down, and then Snell runs out the clock, picking up two first downs. Those are the only two Steelers we've had on the podcast. So you come on the pod, your play increases. We had Joe Reed, your teammate on. He scored a touchdown recently. It's just the snapback bump. So we thought we'd make you aware of that. All right. Well, hopefully I need to live up to it then for sure. That's 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 the big thing. I like well, it. Well, it comes, it comes with a little baggage. Um, not mandatory, but if and when your next contract happens – just think yeah. about the bump. Think about just the snapback. Snap yeah, we can just, we'll just hit your Venmo, you just something light, something All light. Right, swag. Sounds good. So for what we do want to talk about, though, is your, you know, the game this past weekend. Like, as a fan, at the end of the game, it was just a little confusing to me. So, you know, they always say, we're looking from the outside in. We don't get it. But... Like that was just a a mess at the end, or there was a thought process there, or should we just move along from this? Um, yeah, it was just a lot of miscommunication, man. Um, it wasn't executed right. Um, obviously, we were trying to fight to the end, and uh, that's just shoot. We got a bunch of dudes in our locker room that will fight and show up to work every week, and. I think every team that we play, they know that it's it's not an easy out against us. You know, we're going to freaking get, nope. give it all we got. Um, and, you know, at that moment, we had a chance at least to just give another shot. Um, it was kind of a miscommunication. Uh, well, after we caught, we threw the Hail Mary and catch it. You're talking about the pass protection on the QB sneak on the last play. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to – I'm working towards it. I'm working towards it. <laughs> He's uh, getting there. He's I'm getting just – it's a buildup. <laughs> Uh, right. Obviously, we catch the Hail Mary. It was fourth and whatever, 25 or whatever it was. And um, catch the Hail Mary. It's kind of like, oh, okay. Oh, you know, like, oh, gosh, okay. Um, the second Hail Mary. The second Hail Mary that we caught. <laughs> yes. The first one was kind of bold that they called a OPI on. Right. Um, right. And then the second one. And then we're, like, kind of scrambling, right? And we think we can catch them off guard. We're on the two-yard line, three-yard line, whatever it was. We're like, all right, we're going to run in one of our quick, like, Gap yeah, schemes. Right. They handed uh, it to us. Go. So we hand it to Austin. 
and we don't there was a guy like jogging onto the field late that we don't account for and he just falls right into the play so that side of things people don't really take into account like that i mean we probably would have scored if that guy's just actually there because they were just kind of like panicking too right. um then we get up and miscommunicate trying to throw a fade ball to mike um and then this is when it just uh, it was just i don't know panic of just what what are we going to do right there was only like five seconds left at this point so it was like no point in kicking a field goal now it's just like all right let's just try to score so we ran big personnel onto the field and the communication in the headset was a 11 personnel the communication on the headset was 11 personnel call with big personnel on the field so it was just all screwed up can i stop you there can i stop you there we uh we're football fans of course but when you talk about 11 versus 12 versus this personnel one wide receiver on each side right is 11 i know it has to do with the number of running backs 11 is uh, 11 personnel is always when you say a personnel and a number wise it's always the first number is how many running backs are in the game Second person, the second number is how many tight ends are in the game. Got it. So I guess the scariest part is that it was actually a thought out process. And then that happened. Like if Justin was just yelling stuff and that, and then the misconfusion, but now I'm kind of concerned like that it went down, but miscommunication is what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, just collective effort of just miscommunication and uh, something this, it it can't happen um, at the end of the game. So it was nothing on Justin. I mean, he was just, call him what was, what was called uh, in, and that, sudden, in that moment it was like oh we were scrambling <laughs> in that moment when like it's all happening so fast are you ever to like justin just like yo i'm a big ass dude just give me the ball like in behind the backfield like have you ever wanted i don't to think run that's a play the... call want me to get under center dude, and take in, a they... qb sneak no 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 get in the backfield like or just run the eye and a handoff. Uh, like, they put an offensive line. Yeah, in there Austin all the time. did get. He posted on Instagram that he was literally two inches short. Like he's short, you're tall. Maybe yeah, yeah, it might have might have worked out in a different way. Um, no, I don't think I really want to be in the backfield. I don't know. That's a different. That's a different beast. I don't know. I just. I, it would be kind of out of my comfort zone, honestly. What about Maybe. throwing a touchdown? Like Kelsey, they ran the play this weekend where he kind of blew that pass to Mahomes, but is that an interest of yours? That'd be sick. That'd be sick. I am uh, <laughs> not the most, I don't have the most talented arm. So I think that would be tough, but uh, it, it would, uh, I could, I could probably do a little short pass or something like that. All right. Speaking of, of Justin, can you walk us through what that Sunday was like in his first start when you're essentially warming up with Tyrod ready to go? And then obviously it all goes crazy in the back with the doctors. What what was going on in your head, and how did you find out? It was just a normal game day, honestly. Just trying to prep myself and just get my mindset ready to play. Um, right. So I'm not really paying attention to the outside noise. Um, now looking back on it, just how everything that went on, it was honestly one of the craziest game, like beginning of the game that I've ever been a part of. Um, I didn't know about Tyrod's whatever uh, you know rib and all that stuff going into the game didn't know anything about it um you know he didn't say much he's he's such a tough dude um and a fighter and so he didn't really say anything about it um and then it got to sunday i still didn't know and then all of a sudden i didn't know anything i I had no idea that he was even hurt or anything like that um and we go through warm-ups and everything he's he's rolling he's you know tossing the ball around all that stuff 
Um, and then I think we're, we got the ball first. Yeah, we, we got ball first. Um, and so we're, they kick a ball off to us and I'm just running out to the huddle like I normally do. Um, and I'm in the huddle and all of a sudden Justin pops in and we were all kind of like, huh? Uh, <laughs> what's up? Like, and he was like, all right, guys, let's go. You know, kind of like fired up about it. Um, I mean, he had big eyes too, right? He was just, it was kind of the perfect storm for him to have to take over. Um, you know, he right. didn't have to be nervous or anything like that, but all of a sudden it was like, all right, shoot, this is, it's on. Um, and he was, he went in there. Honestly, we went, I think we went down and scored on the first drive. Um, and from then on out, I mean, kids only continue to get better, but it was a crazy, I didn't find out until I was literally in the huddle. He looks special, but the knock on him was like his leadership. But you said, you know, he and came his in. haircut and his new haircut. I like I don't the hate, bro. It's, 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 it's awesome. I kind of like it. I, I like the I like the locks, the locks, especially being in L.A. made sense. But what do you see out of Justin? Like, I think what you mentioned earlier is is a good point. Like beating the Chargers is not easy. It's always coming down to the wire, no matter who you guys play. Like you should have beat the Chiefs earlier. So you should have won a bunch of games. When it all gets put together, probably leaning towards next year, like what do you see out of Justin that's going to make that clear? Um, I mean, obviously his arm talent is speaks for itself. You guys see that every Sunday. Um, kid, he works really, really hard um, in, in, in the mental side of the game and trying to pick things up. I mean, obviously, if people could be in his shoes and what the amount of things that this man, you know, as a quarterback in the NFL, you have to take on, it's uh, – it's a lot. It's a lot, man. Um, you, you're the commander, man. You're, you're trying to get everybody in the right spot and then you got to execute the play and you got to make the perfect throw. Um, you got to avoid the rush. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot. And, uh, he's done a tremendous job. He continues to get better every week too. Um, of just the process of how he prepares, um, how he gets ready, how he sees things, how he's processing things. So, um, that's only going to get improved the more he sees. Um, you know, it, it, in NFL they're going to throw you throw you so many different things in the NFL because this is you know our full time job. We're going to throw so many different things that you weren't probably never saw in college. Um, so he uh, is a special talent, and what's crazy about it is how good he is right now. That he's only I think going to get he, he's only going to get better. Yeah, we're, go go ahead. Abe. What I was going to say is the craziest part about that to me was you're talking about how what we see on Sunday of the quarterbacks is only a glimpse of what their job actually is and how much they have to know and how much they're learning. And the only thing I'm thinking about is what the hell was going through that practice squad receiver from Denver's head <laughs> on that Sunday. Like how simplified was the playbook for him? You think like how, how minimalistic were the, were the play calls and stuff? Yeah. I mean, it had to be very minimal. I mean, I can't imagine a kid that's just practice squad and, uh, you know, um, that is just, you know, I didn't, he probably didn't know the offense that well. I mean, he probably, he right. might does know practice just squad as a receiver, know, I'm does, saying. Like, he might not even know the offense that well as a receiver. Right. And just a receiver, you really kind of only have to know. I mean, you got to know the routes. And, I mean, maybe, you, you you know, in some of the runs, obviously you have to kind of know some of the, like, who I need to go to. But usually it's like, all right, block man on. But as a quarterback, golly, there's so much responsibility. And this kid didn't even know really that maybe didn't know the whole offense. Um, it had to be super simple for, you know, simplified game plan. And for him to 
have to find that out like a day or two before. I mean, that was brutal. So do you think it's more impressive that he scored the same amount of points as Tom Brady and the Bucks did against the Saints or more embarrassing for Tom and all their weapons out there that they could only put up as many points as Kendall Hinton? <laughs> um, I uh, probably would go on the latter half of uh, the Bucks. probably feel pretty bad that they only put up that many points <laughs> for sure, um, that they were firing on all, all cylinders on that one. So. Um, anytime you score low like that, what do they put up? Three points or whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean any any offense that does that, they're gonna you're gonna feel pretty bad. Right. So I have a one of my buddies. His brother is a diehard Chargers fan. So I had to text him and I was like, "Got Hunter Henry coming on the podcast tonight? If you have any questions." And literally his first question on the list said, "Describe Linval Joseph's body without using any adjectives." Not using adjectives. Yeah, how yeah. I, how do you do that All without right. adjectives? Uh, like refrigerator. Refrigerator. That's a noun. <laughs> okay. Um, that works. Like like what like a, a nice refrigerator tank. A tank. Like uh, a freaking house. All right. I, I, I think that's that's good enough. I, I'm doing, I'm doing my best. I, doing my best. The only image of uh of Linval Joseph I have is when he's in Minnesota with the with the mask on after the the pick or the fumble recovery that was funny he's a stud man he's a, he's he's a big human big guy so let me take you through rapid fire real quick curious about a few things uh are you ready <laughs> sorry my dog I'm crazy. you're good i saw the dog on the instagram all right rapid fire here we go first question pre-game meal Usually, if it's a more early game, omelet, uh, maybe some pancakes, and then if it's a little bit later, I'm gonna throw have some pasta. Okay. Uh, best player on the offense outside of Hunter Henry. Uh, Keenan. Keenan. Uh, best pl- or toughest player to block if you're in a blocking set that you faced. Uh, probably Bosa. Face him on the regular, and then. Uh, are you talking about your teammate Bosa? Yeah, that's such a cracked out. That's such a cop out. Well, I mean, the kid's a stud. No, I got to go against him like yeah. for a whole month. All right. Usually, besides Joey Bosa, um, probably Bon Miller, um, Kilio Matt. Okay, best cover backer player that that you would be lined up against. Best cover backer, um, Derwin James. Uh, <laughs> but for real, he's he's honestly when he's when he's rolling, kid's so special. Um, he's the best. Um, golly, I'm trying to think. Um, no one's a great answer, by the way. Yeah, no one can cover me. Though, so that's the that's the. Answer. Um, I don't know, man. There's a lot of good dudes. There really is. Um, All right, so give me the most underrated player that the casual Abe on Twitter wouldn't know. Yeah, that was a shot. <laughs> you didn't know what eleven personnel was. Nor did you. Um, golly, I'll put him on the spot. I don't know. Um, Rapid a, fire. Defensive, a defensive player. We're offensive, but if it's offensive, don't name another teammate of yours. Yeah, I know. I, I just I can hype all my guys up, man. I'm just trying <laughs> to hype everybody up. Um, I'm just trying to think of someone that's long. I mean, honestly. 
Uh, Demario Davis is a really good player that obviously he does get a lot of pub, but at the same time, I don't know if, you know, he doesn't get enough, I think, sometimes. Okay. Last I, question. I've noticed... Go ahead, Jack. Last question. Uh, best moment of your NFL career so far? Best moment? So far. This is pre-bump, so everyone listening, keep that in mind. Yeah, there you go. Um, honestly, playing on Thanksgiving Day against the Cowboys a uh, couple years ago was probably uh, one of my really? favorite moments. Why? Interesting. Uh, obviously, obviously, that's such a big day. I think I always grew up watching, the, uh, you know, the game on Thanksgiving, especially to play the one, you know, against the Cowboys. And then we went in there and uh, had a big game and won. So, honestly, it was, it was, it was a blast. It was fun. Okay. I noticed you you say golly a bunch. Did you pick that up from Philip Rivers in your one season with him? Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> and that too? <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Phil rubbed off on me for You've sure. You've never heard him curse once, right? Uh-uh. Hey. That's nuts. I don't even think it's like he's trying not to curse is a point. I just don't know if it's in his vocabulary. Right. So I had one last question. I did a little research on – um, cause I noticed Were you your guy was his two, body again. No, two first names, Hunter Henry. So I'm like, how many players are there in the NFL with two first names like that? So I've realized there's a lot. And how many points per game do you think this offense could put up? First team, all two first names, Russell Wilson, yeah. Derek, Derek Henry, Michael, Michael Thomas, Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen. Then you have guys like on the, in the defensive side of the ball, um, Aaron Donald, Derwin James. Like I realized that the first two first names are nasty. Two first names is pretty popular, bro. So uh yeah, we got got a nasty squad there. <laughs> you can even add Brady as your quarterback. I had Brady and then I scrolled down as Wilson. I was like, yeah, nowadays I'll take Russ. <laughs> hey, did you have did you have a lethal. team growing up? I did, yeah. So I actually uh grew up in Atlanta, um, Georgia. And so um, the Falcons kind of were my squad for. So you're forever. used to this heartbreak stuff. It, it's in your blood. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. But yes, a little bit. I I, I did this a lot in college too. I there are a lot of heartbreaks. I think it's good. I mean, Abe's an Eagles fan, so he like Heartbreak Hotel was where he lived growing up, and then eventually you take those experiences, you package them into one run, and you kind of get not over worth it. it. And now what's happening? It's not worth it. But um. We've got one little activity before we let you go. Who do you think is the most famous person in your phone contact list? Ooh. Without looking. Honestly, probably like Philip or Antonio Gates. Ooh. Now, do you want to call them and ask if they've ever had the McRib? <laughs> Say you're thinking about getting one uh, and you want to know before you try no, it. I'm not going to call them and ask. <laughs> All right. All right, well, Philip or Antonio? We're, how you didn't play with Antonio, did you? As yeah, I played four years or oh, three did. years with Antonio. Really? Yeah. How long he you just been hung? In for he just hung around. He just hung around Antonio. He played sixteen years. Oh my yeah. god! Could you imagine playing sixteen years? Would that be something you want to do, or like you want <laughs> ten great years? I don't think so. I don't want. I don't know if I want sixteen, but I definitely. I I, I kind of want to get to ten. Um, that would be god. awesome. Um, and then. Honestly, uh, just once you get older, you know, once you get past at least 30 or, you know, I think you take it year by year and just figure out how your body feels. And Like, I'm watching going. you guys get hit. Like, it hurts, right? 
even with the pads like it's painful um uh, honestly in the moment you don't feel you don't feel it i mean you'll feel some but monday um, for sure but mondays aren't aren't very fun like i have a bad back and i i just can't imagine being out there with yeah you mondays you just got to put your body back together monday tuesday you put it back together and then wednesday you, you get ready to go again the life of an NFL football player. All right, fam, we are uh, giving away a Hunter Henry 8x10 signed by the man Hunter Henry. Take that plus the boost. Probably be worth a lot of money in the future. So make sure you follow Hunter and a bunch of other accounts. We'll post it on Snapback Pod on Instagram. But Hunter, we appreciate you coming through. Uh, best of luck this weekend. Stay healthy. Stay safe rest of the season. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. You have a good one. Appreciate it. You too. Oh, you too. Take it easy.